Physics of the Human Body. These are podcasts from the University of Utah's Department of Physics and Astronomy. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah's Department of Physics and Astronomy. Uh, I'm a faculty member at the University of Utah's School of Medicine as well. This is our Physics of the Human Body series, and as always, we want to thank you for listening. Today, we uh, talk about our, our eyes. I have glasses on. That's because I need need them to see. Uh, this is an interesting discussion because the eyes are the organ by which we see and uh, have a, a really good understanding of the world around us. Although we perform this action every walking minute of our lives, those who have sight, the process by which it is achieved is very, very complicated. And the keystone of vision, of course, is light. And in light is energy. Uh, photons of energy that pass from electromagnetic radiation in through our uh, lenses to the back of our eye is what makes this work. When one looks at another object, the light reflected off that object is what ends up being passed through the eye and eventually perceived by the brain as an image. To understand how light goes from the opening of the eye to being transformed into a signal in the brain, we must begin with the anatomy of the eye itself. And, uh, and it's not complicated. If you learn it just generally, it can be insanely complicated at the microscopic level. Light reflects off an object and enters the eye. The first thing that light touches when entering the eye is a thin veil of tears, which coats the front of the eye. Behind this lubricating moisture is the front of the window of the eye called the cornea. This clear uh, con uh, converting uh, helps to focus the eye. In fact, most of the focusing occurs at this surface. We often think of it as the lens, but in fact, it is the cornea where we get most of the focus. We'll talk about it, but the lens is really the variable focus. After passing through the cornea, uh, uh, there's more moisture that is behind in the anterior chamber. This is a watery fluid called the aqueous humor, and it is, uh, circulates through the front part of the eye uh, in what we call the anterior chamber which keeps a constant pressure in the eye and that so that the, the eyeball doesn't change so that the focus doesn't change. After light passes through the aqueous, it passes through the pupil. This is the central circular opening in the colored part of the eye. When the colored part of the eye, which is called the iris, depending on how much light there is, the iris may contract or dilate, respectively limiting or increasing the amount of light that travels deeper into the eye. The light then goes through the lens, which, just like the lens of a camera, also focuses the light. This is the variable focus of the eye. <clears throat> it does not focus the light as much as the cornea, but the light changes the shape of itself to focus light on the back of the eye. This focus light now be, uh, uh, beams through the center of the eye. Again, the light is bathed in moisture. This time, it is a clear jelly known as the vitreous or vitreous humor. Surrounding the vitreous is the retina. Light reaches its final destination on the photoreceptors of the retina. The retina is the inner lining of the back of the eye. It's like a movie screen on the film of a camera. The focus light is projected onto its flat, smooth surface. However, unlike a movie screen, the retina may has many, many working parts. And uh, so uh, here are some of the examples. Blood vessels uh, within the retina bring nutrients to the uh, retina's surface. The macula is the bullseye at the center of the retina. The dead center of the bullseye is called the fovea. Because it's the focal point of the eye, it has <clears throat> more of the specialized light-sensitive nerve endings 
which we call photoreceptors, has more of these than any other part of the retina. Photoreceptors, are the, there really are two kinds of them. We call them rods and cones. These specialized nerve endings convert the light into electrochemical signals. The rods help us to see in the dark, differentiate, really differentiate between light and dark. That, uh, that The cones allow us to see colors. There are different cones for different colors. They need a lot of energy and a lot of photons to see. That's why in dark, we don't see colors. Uh, sclera is the tough, fibrous, and uh, white outside wall of the eye connecting to the clear cornea in the front. It protects the delicate structures inside the eye. <clears throat> Normally, light does not reach this layer. Uh, signals sent from the photoreceptors travel across nerve fibers to a nerve bundle that exits the back of the eye. This bundle is collectively called the optic nerve which sends signals to the visual centers in the back of the brain. <clears throat> the lens is a uh, transparent structure that allows the eye to adapt for both near and distant vision. Its transparency allows for light to pass through freely. It, it is also circular and biconvex, meaning that both sides bulge outward, similar to a magnifying glass. These characteristics allow the lens sufficient flexibility to perform its two primary functions, which is refraction and accommodation. Refraction is the bending of light and it occurs uh, when the lens along with the cornea bends light in order to focus them onto the retina. Accommodation is an adjustment of the eye that permits focus on objects both near and far. This adjustment is achieved by changes in the shape of the lens controlled by the muscles on the edge of the lens, which we call the ciliary muscles. The ciliary muscles is a circular ring, and it is circular, of smooth muscles that resides behind the iris and is attached to small fibers that suspend the lens. When viewing a near object, the ciliary muscle contracts, which leads to relaxation of the surface of the lens to make it more curved or bulging. Uh, the increase in curvature further bends the light rays into the retina, focusing its view. Conversely, in order to view an object that is far away, the ciliary muscle relaxes, causing the suspensory ligaments to tighten, effectively flattening the lens. The flattened lens weakly refracts the light onto the back surface of the retina, allowing far focus of distant object. The lens and the cornea are the two major components that focus the light beam on the retina. The cornea is responsible for about 70% of the refractive power of the eye, while the lens only accounts for about 30%. The lens is responsible for focusing the image on the surface of the retina. Most vision problems are refractive problems. A refractive problem occurs when the focal point of the image formed by the cornea and lens is not at the same place as the retina. We divide these into several categories. Farsightedness, which is called hyperopia, is a condition in which an image of a distant object becomes focused behind the retina, making objects up close appear out of focus. Nearsightedness, which is also called <clears throat> myopia, is a condition in which an image of a distant object becomes focused in front of the retina, making distant objects appear out of focus. Myopia is the most common lens error seen in children and into young adults and can be corrected with eyeglasses or 
contact lenses. Astigmatism is a condition in which an abnormal curvature of the cornea can cause two focal points to fall in two different locations, making objects up close and at a distance appear blurry. Um, this can also be corrected, but it's a little more difficult. The world uh, uh, gives us visual challenges, though, because it's a constant stream of visual information that we must perceive and process. Our eyes are only the tools that help us gather this visual information, but in the end, our brain is actually what sees and makes sense of all this. Optical illusions demonstrate how even when visual information enters through the eye uh, properly, the brain can process it incorrectly and cause us to experience an object or an environment differently than, act, than how it uh, actually is. So an optical illusion is a mismatch between the immediate visual impression and the actual uh, properties of the object. These are fun to watch, obviously. Optical illusions uh, occur when visual perceived images differ than what is actually present in an object's reality. As was already uh, stated, this happens when the eye gathers information and sends it to the brain, which processes the information in a way that does not correlate to the actual state of a given object. And uh, the, the optical illusions that we get, uh, we see a lot of them. Uh, uh, they really are uh, properties of the visual areas of the brain as uh, it receives and processes in information. In other words, your perception of an illusion has more to do with your uh, how your brain works and less to do with the optics of uh, your eye. Um, there are several diseases of the eye that are important in this physics of the body series, and one is blindness. This is either a complex absence of vision or marked limitation of the visual fields. Legal blindness is a visual acuity of 220 or 200 or greater uh, and uh, uh, is not corrected uh, by uh, classes. Even if you try to correct it with classes, even so, if it's 20 over 200, you're legally blind. There are really many uh, different causes of blindness. In general terms, anything that that uh, implies uh, impedes light from the reaching the back of the eye or interrupts nerve impulses transmitted from the optic nerve to the brain will impair vision. Blindness may, uh, may be in the following circumstances. Light is not reaching the retina for a variety of reasons. The retina itself is damaged. Nerve impulses are not transferred uh, to the brain appropriately uh, as a result uh, of a disorder of the optic nerve or the brain visual cortex is damaged. A big one that we like to talk about is macular degeneration. This is a major cause of gradual uh, painless uh, uh, bilateral central vision loss, and usually in older people, uh, and, and is, affects uh, tens and tens of millions of people around the world. The macula is the central bullseye, as we said. It's where most of the light uh, is focused. And um, because of the, the photoreceptors are more uh, 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 centered there, um, light can damage it. Macular regeneration occurs when the macula itself gradually begins to fail because of this extra energy it gets. This occurs in two types. The one they call dry and the other is wet. The dry form of macular degeneration occurs in 80 to 90% of cases. It involves the thinning of the macula as its cells general, uh, generally and gradually disappear over time. People with macular degeneration usually become legally blind. However, however many are still able to perform daily tasks even with the decreased central vision because they can see around. There's no cure for this disorder, but controlling blood pressure changing diet to include more antioxidants uh, and wearing dark glasses 
become very important. In fact, wearing dark glasses to protect the macula and eating a diet rich in variety of fruits and vegetables is essential in preventing that. And another preventable cause of blindness that is important to, to know is glaucoma. This is the third leading cause of blindness worldwide and the second leading cause of blindness in the United States of America. In a normal eye, fluid in the front of the eye drains into uh, drainage canals collectively called the trabecular network. Glaucoma can be thought of as a clogged drain within this pathway. It, it occurs when fluid within the eye reaches unhealthy levels to a clogged uh, drainage system, leading to an increased pressure in the front of the eye, which then presses back on the retina because they're all connected in the soft uh, liquidy fluid type things, uh, causing a decrease in blood supply to the back of the eye, causing blindness. If left untreated, glaucoma can lead to complete vision loss. Fortunately, there are multiple treatment options for those with glaucoma. Medications, eye drops, and other things are available to, to reduce pressure in the eye. But you need to get your eyes checked often to make sure that that's correct. And the final one that we like to talk about in physics of the body is uh, cataracts. This is a cladding of the, the lens that causes gradual painless blurred vision. There are a number, uh, it's the number one cause of blindness worldwide. By age 80, more than half of all people in the United States and world will either have a cataract or will have had one removed. Although some cataracts can be uh, congenital, that means, you know, a present at birth, most cataracts occur with aging. And these are ones uh, that uh, that can't be corrected. Well, this is uh, the discussion of our eye. It's a very superficial discussion, but it does give you a little bit of an idea of how the eye functions and how it works. And as always, uh, we are very thankful for you listening to this Physics of the Body series. 